Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Now, I've been in touch with my uh, good friend Nino Colavecchio in Montreal um, by email. We occasionally touch base. And I first worked with Nino when I left Ontario to go back to Quebec for a number of years. and was working at the then Chorus radio station, AM 940 in Montreal, and I heard this guy on the radio going on about Quebec separating from Canada and sovereignist arguments, and I got really interested, and he came out of the studio, and we had a conversation about all of this, and we've been conversing about it ever since. So I I got in touch with Nino, who's a former candidate for the Parti Québécois, is a member of the Parti Québécois, was also a very staunch federalist for many, many years, was, I believe, the president of the Italo-Canadian Club. And I sent you an email a couple of days ago, Nino, and I asked you whether you saw any parallels between the Western uh, separation movement, I don't know how strong it is, how powerful it is, how many people are actually committed to it, but I was just curious whether you saw any parallels with what's happening in Alberta and Saskatchewan now with what was developing in Quebec in the 1960s and into the 1970s. In 1970, I think the the first Parti Québécois MPP or MLA was elected by 76. It was a Parti Québécois government. Any parallels? Well, there may be a parallel to where the Parti Québécois is, strangely enough, or where the Parti Québécois is today. Um, the point is, however, that you know the Quebec nationalism uh, dates way back. You know, it has it has an historical and a cultural aspect which is not present uh, out west at the at the moment. Um, just as a little footnote, um, you know, yesterday you celebrated uh, the 15th of February, the Canada Flag Day. Well, it was also the 15th of February, 1839, when five patriots were hung in Montreal for having defied the colonial powers of Great Britain. So, (laughs) as you were saying that, I wonder how many Canadians knew yesterday was Flag Day. Yeah, yesterday was Canadian Flag Day. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. (laughs) So, kind of, kind of, you know, gives you an idea. That, um, that, the, the, that the nationalist movement here has been going on for a long time, has a history, has some cultural issues. But nonetheless, if we look at Canada at this particular point in time, um, Quebec sovereignty is certainly not based entire, solely on language and, and a different culture. It has economic aspects, which are quite similar to the ones out west. Um, so f- fill that in for us a little bit, because I was I was living, as you know, I was living in Quebec when uh, in the 60s and early 70s. I left in 1972, and that was uh, economic circumstances. I was a very young broadcaster. There weren't very many English-language broadcasting jobs that I wanted that were available in Montreal, so I went to Ontario. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was there for the uh, for the, uh, the you know, the public birth, certainly on the west the west island of Montreal. Of, of the Parti Québécois and the, the beginnings. So I, I guess I'm looking for you to tell me whether you see any any similarities in the beginnings. Well, you see, you have to look back. Like, of course, like I said... The, it's the, historic, right? The nationalistic uh, you know, bend in Quebec here has been along forever, has been around since the beginning of this country. Mm-hmm. But if we go back to the 70s, we have a situation where... Quebec had just moved out of its, uh, you know, had broken away from the shackles of a very strong religious hold on on this province, on the French Canadians in this province. I mean, uh, the, the church was controlling the schools. The church was very influential 
uh, in government. So once they broke away from that and started getting more involved in in the different aspects of this of, of Quebec society in the 60s, during that Révolution Tranquille in the 50s and 60s, we get to the 70s and they realize that they still are considered second class in certain aspects of Quebec society, not, notably in the business sector. Uh, and I think that was what sparked that second wave of, of uh, or second or maybe even third wave of nationalism, which led to the creation of the PQ. Um, the, the, the fundamentals then were, yes, we have, our, we have to protect our language, we have to protect our, our culture, but we'd also would like to have control of our of our own destinies in economic and social terms, and 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 the PQ in those years brought about some of the most uh, uh, how can I put it uh, what was considered at the time revolutionary uh, legislation in terms of of, uh, of of society in terms of how we how we perceived uh, the role of government in in uh, in everybody in everyday lives you know they brought about uh, you know. Of course, the, nat- the nationalization of Hydro-Quebec came a little bit before of electricity, but then we were followed by taking o- the schools being taken away from the church. Then you had a situation where, uh, under the PQ, we introduced laws that governed uh, uh, very various aspects of our society, and including the creation of the Caisse de Depot, which was which turned out to be a major as- a major factor in the uh, in the finances of this province. So. There are those differences. On the other hand, when we look at Canada today and look at the way how difficult this country is as we come to govern, um, we we look for values that are common to all of us that should be, you know, holding us together. I have a hard time finding those. So I, I I find it amusing uh, that you started with a statement which was uh, from uh, I, I'm sorry I didn't catch who said it, but it was certainly interesting. Uh, is Canada a nation or a notion? I was the premier, the premier of New Brunswick. There you go, and I, I and I believe that uh, that is a question that is that really hits it. It's the nail right on the head. Um, you know, we are is what holds us together. Let me ask you this, uh, and I don't know. I, I'm sure I've asked you in the past when we've had conversations about this issue, but you were a very, very strong federalist. Yes. And and you you headed a national Italo-Canadian organization, national Congress of Italian Canadians, so. right? So you're the president of of the national organization, a strong federalist. What made you decide personally that it wasn't going to that 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 sovereignty was the answer yeah. for well, Quebec? You know, uh, you can say that you know after years of first of all, I, I've traveled this country from one end to the other. Uh, I've I've dealt with members of my community from one end to the other. And the more the more you you exchange and realize that from a there are such differences uh, in terms of not just our language but our the values that we hold and and at at one point can Quebec really reach its full potential within this confederation? Albertans are now asking themselves the same question, by the way. So you know a lot of it has to do with the fact that if we really want to be a country, we need to commit to wanting to be one. Okay. Let me. Let me. So I felt. I felt. First of all, let let's take my personal situation out of it. I felt at that time that, in, that Quebec was no longer being represented in the way it should be within this confederation, and that it would benefit from moving away from the rest of this country. And I still feel that today. But let's assume that we have a bunch of of well 
like-minded federalists around the table who say, we really want to keep this country together. We should do everything we can to keep this country together. So let's start with, let's start with what is only a small part of all this, but let's start with the language issue. Is anybody in the rest of this country willing to admit that you can't possibly have a prime minister that isn't bilingual? Just an example, right? Mm-hmm. How, how are we as Quebecers, how should we be able to feel part of this country, fully part of this country, when people vying to be prime ministers of this country don't even speak our language? Mm-hmm. For as just a very mild example. Yeah, no, we've, we've talked about that. We're yep. saying, you know, at some point, there has to be a willingness on both sides to be part of something. So uh, we, we kind of... Uh, some things I need to do before the end of the hour, so we have about 90 seconds here. Okay. What is your sense, because we saw October 21st, we saw the Bloc Québécois regain considerable momentum in the federal election. The current government is run by uh, or managed to premier, prime minister in Quebec, is former uh, Parti Québécois cabinet minister. Yes. What, is the, what is the prognosis for the sovereignty movement in Quebec? Well, the sovereignty movement will will not die as long as the rest of the country doesn't realize, as not just the rest, all of us don't realize that we need to have some values that are common. We need to have respect for each other's views. We need to have, and I don't see that coming from our politicians today. Politicians are playing politics of division, which is a very, very dangerous road to go down. Yeah. So. People who think the sovereignist movement is is dead are you know are far are far from from the truth. Uh, you know, Francois Legault, remember, wrote the, the the year one budget for a sovereign Quebec as finance minister yes. in the PQ government. I remember. Um, so you know, it's kind of it's it's uh, the movement is not dead, and if people really believe that this country should stay together and realizing what is happening out west as well, and some of the dolences of the people in the eastern eastern part of the country, there needs to be something that holds us together. Currently, I don't see it. So we go back to what Blaine Higgs said, is Canada a, no- a nation or an ocean? Absolutely. I like, I like to, see it, to see it as a sort of, a, uh, you know, an illusion. <laughs> I like, I like well, that word. It's, notion and not a nation. It's, it's, always, it's always good talking to you, my friend. Uh, and we've had great conversations, and we will again, and thanks for coming on today. There, there's still time to save this country. I think so. Yeah. Right. Work, work to be done. Yes, sir. Work to be done. Thanks, Nino. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.